home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Spending a Saturday night live with you wherever you're listening in from around the world. We've got a ton of people that have already called in, and I'm going to tell Rebecca. I don't think any of them read the show show page because just because it says Psychic Rebecca Fisk doesn't mean that we're just going to sit here and just open up the phone lines so you can ask your questions. Yes, we will do that, but as the show uh, page will share with you. Rebecca and I are going to gab for the first half hour because this is really about Rebecca and I getting a chance to hang out and catching up, um, just sharing information with you, at, you know, for different things and then getting to your calls and your emails and all of that fun stuff. So if you've called in and have pressed, I think it's number two, it tells you when you call in, you know, if you want to speak to the host, press two, I think that's what it says. Press two on your phone. We will leave you in the call queue and I'll answer you first come first serve like soft serve of ice cream when we get ready to start taking calls, but that'll be in the second half. Um, so for now, Rebecca Fisk rejoins Rated G Radio. How are you, Rebecca? Welcome back. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Yeah. Doing so, great. How are you, Garrett? I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, it's been kind of a week. It's been kind of a couple of weeks with, um, you know, work stuff and, you know, we've all got our own, you know, cross to bear and first world problems. And I'm very, very lucky where I'm at, but it's been a wild and crazy last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I'm in the, I, I don't, um, I'm not going to say where I work or necessarily what I do because I don't, I'm not being paid by them to, you know, advertise for them on the show. And I don't want to, you know, speak for them or misrepresent in any way. Anyway, um, I lease luxury apartments for people. And you would think with everything going on with, you know, the COVID and the stay at home orders and everybody's got to wear a face mask and don't go out. Or it's the zombie apocalypse that they would, you know, like heed the federal government's guidelines and stay home and do that. Yet I have had the busiest last two, three months that I've ever had professionally doing this. And it has been the, the most insane thing. You know, and of course, I can't ask them, Rebecca. Um, have you heard the news? Because you know, there's this <laughs> thing. You can't say that, you know, all we can do is like, you know, tell people, you know, you know, we're so gl- grateful that you're here. You know, if you're going to go and take a look at stuff, you got to wear a mask. And we don't even, you know, we, we kind of remotely by, you know, a 10 pole, to, you know, wave to people as they kind of drive by, you know, for their appointment and stuff like that. And we get them a little, you know, packet and sanitize everything. Um, but I've had just an incredible volume of people coming through the doors. Now I understand people have to move all the time, but you would think with everything going on, you would probably find more of an incentive to stay put, maybe renew your lease where you're at. Um, Don't sell your house quite yet. I don't know. Um, Anyway, so this has been the week that everybody in the entire free world has been moving in, but which is a good thing because then I get paid for it. But, um, so it's been really kind of crazy, Rebecca. So that's been my week. So spending Saturday night live with you and taking listener calls in the next half hour, um, that's really like the highlight of what's going on. What about your week? What's What's been going on with you since we've last talked? Oh, my gosh. Um, what day is it today? Oh, that's right. I know. Saturday. Sorry. 
I know because the days kind of run into the next. And, mm-hmm. and Garrett, I know you know this. With the work that I do, I never have the same schedule two days in a row, ever. Like, it's never, ever the same. Um, it's been really good with clients, which thank you, God. Thank you for my work. Thank you for my clients. I love what I do. I have incredibly loyal, generous, kind, amazing clients. Um, so that's been busy. Um, I have been getting up and walking with a friend of mine at least two times a week at 6 a.m., which is really good for me because I wake up early. <laughs> so now I have a partner in crime to get out and exercise. So that's been really good. And we did that three times this week, so that was awesome. Um, and I don't think I told you this, Garrett, that I am learning how to speak Malayalam. And Exactly. So Malayalam is a language uh, from Kerala in southern India, and I have a spiritual teacher named Ama, and that is her native language. And so the gentleman that I am learning this language from wants to learn how to speak better English. So he reads and, and writes and speaks English, but his pronunciation of words is, is not great. And so he wants to be able to converse with people who speak English so that we understand him. So he's teaching me Malayalam, and I'm teaching him how to speak better English. And so it's really cool. So I'm getting up, you know, I'm doing that every morning as well. We do that five days a week. So I'm that starting is to speak awesome. in Malayalam. It's really interesting because I used to ask my mom. My mom spoke German, Hebrew, and English, and English was her third language. And I used to ask her sometimes, well, how do you, you know, like, would you, what language do you think in? And she said, well, it kind of depends. But um, but I'm starting to understand that now because I'm starting to think in Malayalam some mm. of the time, which is so some cool. Of the time. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, kind of the same with my kiddo. My kiddo's still doing videos and editing for for uh, other YouTubers, which is amazing. Like getting commissioned to do editing for other YouTubers. And, that is um, that's crazy <laughs> in the best way. Exactly. It's like, okay, I mean, I joke around with him, but okay, you're going to be my retirement, right? Because, you know, but his attention to detail is phenomenal. Just phenomenal. We'll be watching a commercial on TV and he'll go, mom, the green screen was off on that. And this little character was off on this and that. And it's like, I don't even see any of that. (laughs) So so what you're telling me is Ben's going to have to edit my next music video. If you, would, if you want somebody who will give you perfection and you're really concise about what you want, then we'll do a very good job. Okay. Well, okay. So there we go. I, okay. Now my head is spinning. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to talk about next, but okay. Oh, no. So where, where do we go from here? Okay. So you were telling me about your week. So you got your walking in several days a week. You got a walking buddy. You're speaking. You're I'm going to call it, I'm going to so screw it up. I apologize. Okay. So what it's, it's Maliani. Malayalam. Malayalam. I'm going to, I'm writing that down. Ali. So if you, so if you thought the the name Molly and the name Ali, Molly, Ali, but instead of E it's, um, so Molly, Alam. Molly, Alam, Molly, Alam. Okay. Molly, Alam. Alam. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite word that you've learned so far? Um, probably <laughs> silly. Pucha. Pucha is my favorite word. And, it and, means and for those of us who've never heard Malayalam before, what is that? Pucha means cat. Pucha. Oh, well, there you go. And you have a lovely pucha. pucha. 
I have a lovely puja. She's very funny. Yeah. Yes. And then nani. So, nani means thank you. So, of course, I'm always in, I, you know, Garrett, I sign everything in gratitude. So, nani, mm-hmm. which means thank you. So, nani. So, it, you know, this will be funny because we're going to, I've got food questions for you. And <laughs> since we talked about exercise. So, the one thing that you don't have anymore is a pooch. So I, or, <laughs> you know, so, so when I say, oh, you've got a nice pucha, now we'll know that we're definitely talking about a cat and not a belly. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm still working on that though. I've still got a ways to go. Well, I'm, okay. I'm yeah. always making progress. Always making progress. You, so, you and I both. So what are you doing for workout? You got work. I know you were, you're doing the walking with the buddy. Are you still doing the trainer or what are we doing with that? Not doing the trainer. I haven't been doing the trainer. Um, I do have weights at home and I still do them, but um, lately I've been focusing more on my maxi climber, which for those of you who know what a a versa climber, if they know what that is, it's like almost straight up and down. It's completely self-propelled and it's almost uh, straight up and down climbing. And um, so within the last couple of weeks, I hit a new goal of 50 minutes on that. Five zero. um, It's, Five zero. I could probably Holy do cow. more, but lately it seems like I, I haven't been getting that part of my workout in until late at night, and it's like it's getting so late I'm not going to get my my Epsom salt bath in if I keep going. So uh, yeah, so I've been doing that oh at least twice a week, usually three or four times a week as okay. well. Um, the and then a little bit of weight. Work out. Um, the latest that I work out, I try to be done by eleven. And you can still sleep after that? Yeah, because then I'll go take an Epsom salt bath. And then um, the thing is, okay, so this is going to sound bad, but um, I did a lot of shift work. I, I did shift work for 12 years. Yeah. And part of that time I was at the police department. And when I was at the police department, I worked a cover shift for a long time, and it was great. I started at 6 p.m., and I got off at 2 a.m. And the thing that was great about it is that I had all day and then I would go and work the nighttime. But when I got off work, it was still dark out. It was still early morning. It wasn't like the sun's coming up because graveyard just did me and I was a zombie for six months. But working the six to two shift was awesome. So I would come home, get home sometime before three o'clock in the morning and I'm still wide awake. I had a rowing machine then. So I would get on the rower and turn the TV on and eventually I would close my eyes and I got to the point where I could row at an aerobic rate, basically falling asleep. And oh everybody looked at me like I'm nuts. But then actually one of my friends, well, I can't remember. There was, I know my brother, I was telling my brother this, and finally one night he was up late enough because my brother and my sister were my roommates at the time. And my brother was like, he startled me awake because I was basically falling asleep. And so like I was in this almost like, it's, it's kind of like going beyond a meditation mode. But your uh-huh. body gets into the state of just automation where you're, you're just automatically doing it and your, your brain turns off, like your mind turns off because you're in the zone. I'm going to guess it's similar to like the runner's high that you get when you're just okay, like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. mindless. Does that make sense? Yeah, and totally. So, um, and so because I could get into that zone working out, it's like because I'm already turning the mind off, it's not hard for me to go to sleep after that. So okay. it's, I, I, but also because I, I do enough of it that I, I, I do wear myself out. I do stretches afterwards and that starts calming me down and getting me, you know, really mellow. And I've already kind of turned the mind off because I've gone into that zone already. So 
I don't have trouble sleeping. In fact, I sleep better when I do that. And it's, a hundred years ago, I used to work out after work, you know, and then I get home by six thirty, seven o'clock, something like that. And, you know, I would sleep like a baby, no problem. This week I got off work a little early on Wednesday, came home and I was like, you know, I've got some time, you know, but I'm just not feeling it. Let me pop a green tea pill. Now I can usually drink a pot of coffee right before bed and, you know, fall dead to the world. I'm great. I took a, a green tea pill at like five thirty. I could not get to sleep and maybe it's life. I don't know, but I did not get to sleep till past 1am. I'm like, well, that is the last dumb idea I'm ever going to act on like that. <laughs> well, Oh my gosh. You know, I think, well, then everybody's different. Cause like I can't, um, I can't drink. Somebody will say, Oh, I'm going to have a drink to fall asleep, you know, to relax the body and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And it does the opposite for me. It actually, I can't sleep well if I have a drink. So it might initially relax me, but then all the sugar, Later I, guess, on. I don't know. Yeah, I can't, I don't get into a deep yeah. sleep. And so. I, see, you know, I, when I, I changed my diet um, at the beginning of the year and I just, I, I didn't look bad, but I just didn't fit it into my clothes. And I got onto the scale for the first time in a very long time. And I was, um, I think I told you, Rebecca, I was like 218. I was like, how in the world, when did I get over 200 pounds? Cause I'm, you know, really not that bad, but I started looking at a lot of the processed food and I eat really good most of the time. But then, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, these 96 jars of peanut butter won't kill me. And then, you know, I've gained 40 pounds. <laughs> I'm sitting here shocked that I'm now 40 pounds every. We've talked about it. But yes, when I have. made the decision to really kind of cut out the sugars and stuff like that at the beginning of the year, you know, I, I have I had sugar? Yes, but boy, I'm going to tell you, it's really a tiny amount. And now when I come home um, for dinner, because I'm eating more in an intermittent fasting style where, you know, I've got like about six or seven hours during the day where I will allow myself food, but I, you know, just drink water outside of that. So I come home from work and I'm really not game for a big dinner. And so I'll get a couple of bottles of water. And now, so I want you all to know that I sometimes use the word sometimes liberally, um, do try to make sure that I stay as green as possible. My water bottles, I reuse, and I've probably had the same two water bottles for like six years now. You're all probably going, oh, my God, that's so gross. Well, you know, sometimes I wash them out. Um, but I've got the Brita filter and do all of that. So I'll come home and I'll get my two water bottles out of the fridge because I like nice cold water. And then I'll pour some, you know, I'll get some lemons off the lemon tree. Or if I don't have lemons, I'll just get like real lemon lemon juice and I'll pour that into my water. And I'll have probably like four or five um, giant bottles of water before I go to bed. And everybody's like, well, okay, don't you have to get up and go to the bathroom? Sure. But, you know, I, but because I've cut out the sugar, when I have to get up, I can, you know, get to the stupor, get to the bathroom, you know, go to the bathroom and then go back to bed and fall asleep quickly without having all that sugar coursing through my blood. So I'm still kind of asleep. So I don't mind, you know, having to get up and plus it flushes all the toxins and stuff out. Anyway, so I'm, um, I don't know if I've shared this with you, Rebecca, but this week I got down to 183. So I'm down 35 pounds since January 1st and five more is really my goal. I know because awesome. I'm just even freaking out, but it's just, it's um, the, when I want to sit here and cheat and go have ice cream or pizza or my boss brings in donuts at least once a week, it's like, why are you doing this? Now, I hate your guts now. You know, you used to be my favorite boss and now you bring in this dozen <laughs> thing of maple bars. How am I supposed to, 
But I, but I also know if I eat the maple bar or whatever, probably the next, by the next day, I'm going to have a migraine because, um, oh, you yeah. know, the processed foods and stuff like that, that, that does it. And it does me in. And then I'm, I'm, you know, on my back for two days because I can't, you know, the pain is so bad. So I just, I drink the lemon water and, you know, I just don't eat a lot at night, but I, I don't think I could go back to exercising after I get home for some reason. I, I don't know why, because you see people at the gym all the time. Well, yeah. And see, before COVID, I was going to the gym and sometimes I didn't get there until, you know, like late like a quarter to nine yeah, and they, I think they closed at 10, but I always managed to get in there before they closed. And so sometimes that was the only time I could go. And that's why yeah. doing it at night isn't a big deal. But for me, it's like I want to make sure I get it in for the day. Um, I'm also doing a, a plank challenge with a couple of friends of mine. What? And so he's like, okay, well, yeah. So, <laughs> so oh but it's easy. I mean, it's really interesting because with the trainer, you know, I got to where I was doing 100-second planks. And okay. so I'm not doing them all the time now, but we started with like 20 second planks, which I'd gone and read through the whole 30 day schedule. And for some reason got it in my head that it was 30 second planks. So I started with the 30 second planks, but then you do the knee to elbow while you're still in the plank. You do knee to elbow on one side for five and then on the oh. other side. So I've been doing that. And it was like, Oh, I can do this. I didn't even know I could do it. But the other thing is, so Garrett, there's something in the water or the air. Cause, um, I also haven't shared with you that I got on the scale a couple of days ago and I'm into the next 10 digits. And so I'm, I'm lower now than I've been into probably 20 years. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. um, That's kind of exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. For those of you who are listening. So I started, I started a weight loss thing a little over a year ago and um, because I'd injured my knee and, uh, the orthopedic surgeon said, well, you know, you've got the beginning of arthritis. If you don't lose weight, you're going to get it. And I said, okay, well, I'm, I'll lose the weight, but I'm going to take a year. And he said, fine. And so um, I, I, it's a lifestyle now, which I love. And you know that, Garrett. But. Well, yeah. I mean, and, you know, what we, you know, we're not here to promote that. So, again, if we were paid spokespeople, right. guess what this show would not be? It would not be this show. It would be something <laughs> else. Um, but, the, but, but the program we have just – it has to, whatever you do, you know, and I don't care if it's eating, you know, a large pepperoni pizza every night. If, if it works for you and you, you know, you feel good, you're healthy and all that. Great. Okay. But if it's not, yeah. you know, whatever you do has to work. And um, our great. friend Cindy had mentioned to me, um, you know, I don't know, probably like two and a half years ago, something like that, you know, boy, it looks like you're working out really hard, but you know, you're having trouble losing that last 10 pounds. Cause I would always post, you know, I'd been on the elliptical for an hour a day and, you know, and I'm working out like a you know crazy person. And, and so, you know, she kind of redirected my efforts a little bit and boom, that weight came off. Now, of course I, I lost the weight, looked great, felt great. Um, wasn't hungry and would come home and go. And, and so it's no joke, you know, but I'd come home and I'd go like, I'm, I got that peanut butter on sale. I made them give me a hundred jars of peanut butter and I made them honor the sale price because I'm stupid, uh, you know? And then I would no, come home and I'd a jar of peanut butter and going like, but I consciously would do it. It wasn't be like I'm drunk or anything. And, you know, cause I don't drink. And so now I'm coming home with a conscious mind going, okay, I'm doing something to sabotage hard work that and in my adult life had never looked that good. And, you know, you put on the 40 pounds that you just work so hard to get off and then you can't figure out why none of your clothes fit. Anyway, what else well, do you want to, you know, can we go ahead? 
I was just going to say, first of all, you always look good. I have never seen you not look good no matter what weight you are, first of all, because it's your energy. You can't help it. So there's that. I know, I know, I know. I know exactly the face you have on your face right Uh, now. Yes, you do. I know the look you have on your face right now. Um, But the other thing is sometimes (laughs) we have to experience something so that we can understand what other people are going through. Because, Garrett, I would be willing to bet you money – there will be somebody who's going to cross your path at some point in your future, and they're going to have had some kind of similar experience, and you're going to say, you know what? Oh, my God. This is what I did. And they're going to yeah. go, oh, my gosh, somebody understands me. They get it. Yeah. They can relate to this. Okay, I've, there's hope for me because now look at Garrett. If mm-hmm. Garrett can do it with 100,000 jars of peanut butter, <laughs> yeah. then I can do it. Yeah. So you're going to inspire somebody you know, with that. Probably, but you know, you and I, we've, we've done it all and, and you're way smarter than I am, but I'm not a dumb person. And, you know, I've done liposuction. I've spent $10,000 and had the fat sucked out of me. And the doctor said, stop drinking beer and eating pizza and you'll be just fine. And I thought he was dumb and went back to eating pizza and drinking beer and gained it all back. You know, so I'm not the brightest bulb on the tree, but I think this last time has really um, given me the conscious awareness of, okay, I need to eat to live, not live to eat. Because if I can just focus on eating good food that tastes good, that's healthy for me, I will keep the weight off. I don't need to binge and I don't need to you know, do whatever. So I think that's really what this last year and especially the last six months have taught me is that, okay, you know, you are really putting in the time and effort. Don't F this up by thinking it's cute to go eat 96 jars of peanut butter because it ain't. You know, anyway, so can we well, talk about that thing that I, I sent you over earlier today? Yes, but I want to say thank you for the compliment. And I also want to say this has, and, and I'm being very candid here, this has nothing to do with intelligence. So there are people on the planet who have to learn through experience. And there are people on the planet who can watch everybody else go through the experience and they themselves can learn from watching everybody else. And then there are some of us who kind of do a combination of both. Ooh, that person did that and that was the result. I don't really want that. So So I I can tell you, if you tell me not to touch a hot stove, I'm not going to do it. But if you put 96 jars of peanut butter on me, well, and they were honey roasted. I know, I know. You know, yeah. So I, yeah, anyway. So, okay, again, we're going to start taking your calls in a few minutes. So just a a couple more things I want to gab with Rebecca on. Did you see in the news to celebrate National Mac and Cheese Day? Have you heard of Stouffer's, you know, like Lean Cuisine and all of that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have a new mac and cheese dispensing machine. And I have no idea where they are going to put it because it's like an ice cream soft (laughs) serve machine. Now, I don't know about you, Rebecca. Have you ever made mac and cheese? Um, I made mac and cheese for my kiddo last night. And okay. I have to tell you, when you say about what this thing is, immediately it makes me think of all that gooey, cheesy, whatever the stuff really is right. being caked on inside that thing. And how do you clean it? <laughs> how do you? Right. Okay. So I saw this for National Mac and Cheese Day, and I thought Stouffer's has a brilliant idea. 
you know, I would think maybe the better idea would be just go get your favorite pasta and then you come over to the Stouffer's mac and cheese machine and it just dumps like queso cheese on there. And then, you know, you go Perfect. stir it up and there's your mac and cheese. That could work because then you could get all kinds of different pasta. But you are right. It's just the fact that if you have like mac and cheese in a soft serve type of ice cream machine, because that's what it looks like. I sent you the picture. It does, yes. How, yes. I mean, how often do you need to fill it? What's a serving? I mean, I guess if it's <laughs> going to be like a buffet style, you could eat the entire thing. But how often do you have to clean it? Because you can't leave, you know, that mac and cheese in there overnight or over a certain period of time. Just like any, you know, buffet or prepared food area, you know, you have certain guidelines. I cannot imagine how in the world and how disgusting that would be to clean at least <laughs> once a day. And yet I desperately want some mac and cheese. <laughs> See, and I have a tummy ache just thinking about it. I know, right? <laughs> like, oh, I can't do that. I can't, I don't do a lot of pasta these days. I mean, I like it and I'll have it once in a while, but I just, I, I have to say this is a no for me. Right. <laughs> Although I could see it at like a kid's birthday party where it's like a, huge party and somebody's catered it and this is one of the fun dispenses that they have for it and then of course i go right to yeah but it's covid19 that's not happening anytime soon so yeah it, I, that's not happening today unless we were really hungry and i'd go get a huge plate full and then, I, then i'd call you to you know from the next room rebecca you can go get it <laughs> perfect Okay, so Perfect. what else is going on in the week? What else do we want to like gab about? Because again, I, I so for those of you who don't know, Rebecca and I really we really are friends outside of this show. But I see Rebecca like in person maybe once, maybe twice a year for lunch. Um, so we this is really our only time that we ever get a chance to like gab with each other. So Rebecca, before we go to callers, what else do we want to like get ourselves caught up on? Well. I was going to say, you know, I have, I've had a lot of people ask me questions about relationship stuff right now during COVID-19. How timely. And, uh, it's very How's your love yeah, life? You know, <sighs> my love life is interesting. <laughs> um, well, okay. Can of worms so a officially nutshell, open. In, no, no, not a, it's not a can of worms. Actually, you know, it's, I want to say I am finally starting to become the butterfly. And the reason that I'm saying that is because at the beginning of all of this, I decided I was going to go really deep within myself. And I went off the dating apps and um, I decided I really needed to kind of work on a self-discovery journey and really look at who am I and what am I doing in terms of my relationships. And so I've been all over the place. So it was interesting at first, because, there, you know, there was somebody I was talking to that, you know, I, you know, we talked about, you know, do you want to get married again? I was like, no, I don't want to get married again. And he said, well, why not? And I said, because marriage wasn't good for me. I mean, my ex-husband is a good guy. Garrett, you know him. He's a really great yeah. guy. But partnership with that was not, it didn't work. It just really didn't work at all. And, and so for those of you who struggle in your marriage, but you really love who the person is, if you can't live with them, I totally get that. He's a great person. We're really good friends. We probably always should have been friends, but then we wouldn't have our kid. But anyway, so the thing is, I kind of looked at my relationships over my life, you know, because I'm, I'm not 20 anymore. And um, so I thought with this time, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to start dealing with my issues. And I'm really going to look at this stuff and pull it out and, and try to really understand 
what is it in me that's making the choices that I'm making? Because ultimately what it comes down to is I have chose unavailable men my entire life. And I've always rejected myself. I always felt like, oh, well, you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're too this, you're too that, you're too needy, you're, you know, whatever, because that is the reflection that I have received in my life. And so as I started delving into the, some of this stuff and really looking at where am I in relationship to other people and why is it that way, um, I, I got to this level below, I, never, I don't want to get married again, to, oh my gosh, I actually really do want to get married again. And I do want an epic relationship. And I do want somebody who proposes to me and, and is really kind to me and, and generous and giving. And so that was like way over to the other side, right? The pendulum swung way over as I was coming into this place of going, wow, you know what? You can actually ask for what you want if you really want it. And I know we could talk about the list and all that stuff. Yes, my ex was on my list and all that, but that was then and this is now. And so I went all the way over to that. And then as I continued going deeper, I started looking at all of the relationships that I've ever had with every man in my life and what those looked like and what they felt like and what was familiar and where was my part in all of it. Because ultimately, every relationship we ever have is ultimately about us. You know, what's the common denominator in every relationship I've ever had? It's me. It's me. Yeah. So what I came to understand was there's this whole thing about self-love, and I've been teaching self-love. But I've never really dove, you know, dove all the way into myself. I think it's and almost so time I for another now, workshop for you. Well, yeah, I got, we're working on that. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay. So, so basically what I finally came to, just in the last week, I mean, it's been crazy. Just in the last week, what I finally realized is, okay, somewhere in the middle is reality. Mm-hmm. So I know what I want in relationship. I want a committed monogamous relationship with somebody who cares enough to call every couple of days and say, hey, how you doing? Doing okay? You feeling connected? Do you need anything? You know, not a lot because I don't have a lot of time. I got a kiddo at home. I'm a single mom. So, But what it did was it, it going exploring all of this brought me back to I get to create the life that I want. And I get to love myself first. What does that look like? It's like, oh, I'm not going to wait to go out to that restaurant and get their food to try something that somebody recommended to me on the, on the menu. I might not want to go sit in a restaurant right now with COVID, but I can go order it to go and I can try what this person's recommended and see if I like it. And not wait for somebody else to, oh, I have to have a date to go. No, I don't. I can do whatever I want. So now it's like, I don't know if I'm never going to want to get married again. I may or may not but I've got at least four more years of being a single mom. I don't need somebody to be my kid's dad. He's got one. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a good dad, mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. I want somebody who wants to show up for me. So that was my epiphany. The two things that were absolutely like, Oh my gosh, there is the light bulb and it's as bright as the sun. First thing is self love is about showing up for yourself. It's about not abandon me, not abandoning what I want. It's about me showing up for myself and knowing who I am so fully and knowing what I want that then I can actually allow somebody to show up in the way that I want them to. So what's happened is 
you know, I've been on the dating apps again. I finally went, okay, I'm going to go back on the dating apps. And I've been talking to people and, you know, whatever. And, and so what's happened in the last couple of weeks is I'm now talking to several men where I said right up front, I want monogamy. I want somebody I can talk to who communicates well. I want somebody who wants to check in with me a couple times a week who's okay with this and this and blah, blah, blah. And they're all like, fine, good deal. Let's see, what, let's see where this goes. So I'm now getting to know people. And it's How really fun. interesting because it's actually really fun. And it's like, it's really nice to have people validate that they're on the same page where there's nothing wrong with me. I get to say what I want. And actually, I got to tell you, Garrett, I've had men say to me, oh, my gosh, you are so cool. It's so awesome that you're willing to just say what you want. And it's refreshing, and it's like, yes, I'm on the same page. And by the way, no, that doesn't mean that we're just going to throw caution to the wind and go hang out and spend a weekend together. You know, it's also talking about having your values in alignment with these people and making sure theirs are in alignment with yours. And so it is this whole thing about take everything really slowly because COVID, is, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So I'm, I'm in a different space. My, I don't know if you can feel it, but my energy is completely different, even than I was two weeks ago. Because well, I, I mean, I can totally tell it. a difference with you. But can I ask you a question? So since you're taking it slow and you're talking to you know, different people and that type of thing, you know, did, do you have some type of mental checklist of like, okay, this, this sounds good besides, you know, the, you know, you saying, I want this, I want that. But when you start having the conversations, you know, what are things that kind of validate, okay, this is, this is somebody who's worth continuing the conversation with. Oh, that's a really good question. You're always good at interviewing Garrett. Well, cause I'm, cause Um, I'm always, cause you know, I'm, (laughs) I'm, yeah. Sadly single. I'm not unhappily single. I love being single. But, you know, I'm telling you, meeting people and then having conversations. Now, of course, you know, our demographics are not the same, but having conversations and, you know, having them move forward is like, oh, you're just so unreliable or you don't do what you say you're going to do or, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, we can all go down the list because we've all had them. And I'm sure callers tonight are going to ask similar things. So as you're having these conversations, what are some things that are, are point scorers? Is that even a word? Scorers? Scorers for group. Scorers. Yeah. Scorers that works. That works. That what what, what okay. gets people brandy points? Well, I'll yeah. tell you, first of all, um, and I just watched the movie, He's Just Not That Into You. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you, I had never watched it, and it was eye-opening. It's like if he tells you he's going to call you, if he tells you he wants to go out with you again, and he doesn't ask you out and make a date, he's not that into you. Mm-hmm. And that's a mistake that I made where I'd have people say, okay, we should do this again. And I'd say, that would be great. I would love that. And I, they'd call me, and we'd have phone conversations, or we'd have chats on text but there was never another date made and that went on and on. And it was like, wow. Okay. And so, so that's, that's a, that's a deal breaker. The thing is like with the guys that are showing up now, um, first of all, like there was one guy that I had been, I had had a couple of phone conversations with. We'd been texting for several weeks. We'd had a couple of phone conversations and then I didn't hear from him. I thought, well, I thought we were getting along. Well, he reached out to me through the dating app again and said, I'm so sorry. I got a new phone and I lost your phone number when they transferred the information. And he said, I'd really like to talk to you again. We had another phone conversation. He's like, I'd really like to meet you. I said, great. So we set up a date. Oh my um, gosh. Are they, are, and, and they're texting. Like I get good morning texts. 
Good morning. How are you today? Uh, at the end of the day, I'm getting, hey, did you have a fun today? What would you do? How was your day? It's like, oh, this person's actually taking a few seconds because, folks, it only takes a few seconds to send a text message. But they're, they're letting me know they're actually thinking about me, that they are engaged. I like that. So, yeah, and I like that too. And granted, there are a lot of cases where that will happen for a while. That might happen for a few weeks, might even happen for a few months. But you have to have clear communication. Hey, how are you feeling about this today? And this is where I'm at, mm-hmm. where I'm direct. I am not a passive person. I mean, granted, I am letting them reach out to me now. I'm not initiating anymore. I don't initiate texts anymore. Now I let the guys initiate the text, let them drive. Hmm. So and that's, they, and they that text, seems to and now be I working. Yep. And it's working. And, and the other thing is it's like I've always been the overgiver, and I will absolutely label myself an overgiver. You are. Because if I like somebody, I will. Yeah, thank you. And I love mm-hmm. you, Gary. You know that I love you. Um, oh, yeah. Well, and I love, yeah. You don't let me overgive to you. <laughs> I do not. I don't but, let anybody uh, give to me. So there you go. Yeah. So the other thing is I told, you know, I'm telling them, look, I want a reciprocal relationship. I will give everything into a relationship that I'm committed to. But I need to know that that other person is also willing to do the same thing, that relationship mm-hmm. is important enough to them that it's not going to just fade into this, you know, oh, okay, yep, you're a piece of furniture now. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that again. So it's really more about being present in the moment. That's the other piece of this is being present in the moment with the person. I finally realized a few days ago, you know what? I don't have to have my phone out anymore because my kid is old enough to take care of himself. If he's with his dad, they can take care of each other. He can take care Mm -hmm. of himself. I don't have to have my phone on the table anymore. I was still doing that recently. I I know you were. The last time we met, you were still doing that. I was. And so now it's like, no, be present. Be present in the moment. Give the Mm -hmm. person that you're with your undivided attention. Make them feel like they matter. I stopped wearing a watch probably, oh, man, probably like 12, 14 years ago, something like that. And I had a huge fossil watch collection. Anytime they get a new one, I'd run out and buy it. And I I stopped wearing a watch because I realized when I was with my friends or work, I'm with clients. I would be like clock watching on my watch all the time. And I said, mm-hmm. I can't do that and have effective meetings or let my friends feel like they matter to me. And so I stopped wearing a watch. I gave all my watches. I kept two, but I, I, they haven't worked for years. And then I stopped carrying my iPhone with me. And, and now I don't even have a phone. Um, but, right, right, right. You know, so I stopped doing that because I found it, what happened. I was at a networking event where I was, this is in a former career, you know, the career where I met you, but it was still back in Phoenix. And I'm there with my sales partner and we team sold everything. And he just liked to think that he was the biggest cock on the walk. And, you know, he was a big man on camp. He's, you know, he's a nice guy. He's probably, I don't know, you know, now 12, 14 years later, just, you know, I don't see that being the same persona. It just would not play well. But at the time he just thought he was the hottest thing ever. And we'd be at lunches with clients and he would be sitting there checking his phone every 30 seconds. And this is, a, you know, with clients that would pay us commissions of several thousand dollars a month and help him buy a new home. Me too. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. And so I got rid of the phone. And mm-hmm. wow, did my meetings start getting so much better. And so, you know, like when we go to lunch, I know that, okay, you know, we're going to meet at like 1130 at our favorite place. 
And right. I just kind of know I'm going to feed the meter for two hours because we're going to take up the entire time. But I'm not going to sit there and, and clock watch it. You know, we're going to talk until we're done. Um, right. And we will have the best time ever. And then we can go on. And, and I don't have to, you know, go back home going, oh, I shouldn't have looked at my watch 50 times because that's what I used to do. Anyway, I, okay, speaking of watching the clock, I, we've got to start taking some calls. We've got a bunch of people that have called in. And um, I, I want to have us start answering the phone. So, Rebecca, before I answer the phone or open up the phone lines, we're going to start with first area code 860, then go to 206. I've got a couple of Internet calls, area code 856-770-919-530-949-71. We've got a bunch. So that's okay. just kind of where I see you in the call queue here. Um, when you when I open up the phone line, I'm going to say your area code, like the first caller is going to be 860. 860, you're on the line with Rebecca. Uh, what's your question? So you can ask one question, um, give Rebecca the least amount of information as possible. So she may ask your name or, you know, topic, something like that, but that's it. So once, uh, once you ask your question, I'm going to put you back on mute, um, listen to Rebecca's answer. And then I'm going to encourage you once the show's done, download it. This show's on Apple iTunes. You can get us on any, wherever you get your PPE podcast preferred experience. You can download it and re-listen anytime you want or just come right back here to the show link. Re-listen to what your question is and re-listen to what Rebecca's telling you. Take some notes. Um, Rebecca, do you want to add anything else before we get to that first caller? The only thing that I want to add, yes, actually, if you don't mind, Garrett, ask, her, ask them their first name. That's really helpful. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to add about the dating thing is that if you go out and you meet anybody, stay outside and keep your masks on. Seriously. Please. <laughs> that's it. That's my last okay. PSA. Yes. There we go. Well, Rebecca, you're always thinking of others first. So our first call tonight, thanks for being so patient. Mm-hmm. 860, you are on the line with Rebecca. May we have your first name and your question, please? Go ahead, please. My name is Amla, and I actually um, was thinking of finding Mr. Wright for me, a committed partnership. So what you were saying was excellent. So I have any feedback would be great. Okay, so Amala, thank you so much. You know, I'm hearing March for you. So what I want to say to you is this is a time for you to really work on the self-love because you're also, you're like me. You you get your to-do list. You go do all the stuff you're supposed to do. You go and you take care of everybody else. And at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I think I forgot to eat dinner. So this is about self-love for you, this time now that you have. Um, I get the impression that there's some things that you are finishing in your life where, you know, I kind of see letting go of old things that haven't worked. There may be somebody who's either popped up recently or maybe showing up in in the very near future. Um, And I'm hearing September. And the thing is that as far as releasing these emotions and letting, you know, these connections to these people, letting them go and basically it's almost like you have the New Year's resolution by the end of the year, you're going to have let go of all of that. My impression is that you may meet this new person around November, um, but that as far as being in a committed relationship and moving forward, I'm hearing March. So take good care of yourself. Love yourself. Remember that if you use your own oxygen mask first, you have to do that before you can feed others, before you can put their oxygen mask on. Um, It's really about you taking care of yourself so you have the energy to help those around you that you love. But, you know, you're amazing. Keep up the good work. You're just, I love your spirit. You show up in the world to be of service, and it's absolutely beautiful. So thank you for that. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Amala. And our next caller is going to be area code 206. May we have your first name and then your question for Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca and Garrett. This is Austin. 
And my question is, um, I've got a job that pays the bills, and then I have another one that's like a hobby that allows me to be more creative that I would like to become more full-time. I'm just kind of wondering if I'm on the right track or what I need to do. Okay. All right. Thank you, Austin. All right. So the first thing is, you know, if there's a lot of anxiety for you with this job. Like the, the job thing is you realize that it's kind of taking your energy and it's like there's not getting anything out of it. I get that it pays the bills. Um, I really like the creative thing, but I feel like there's this, this you're really stuck because they're not intersecting at all. So, um, you know, the thing with this creative part, um, there's somebody that you've talked to or you've been thinking about talking to. I'm hearing that there's probably two other people involved, possibly three, but there is somebody that you know who could actually help you really take this to the next level. And my impression is you haven't asked this person. You know who it is. I'm feeling like this is going to be towards the end of the year, but you're still kind of refining whatever this creative thing is. Um, the ideas are really good. I feel like there's going to be a little bit of an epiphany for you in August around this, and that by October, it may be September, but I feel like by October, you're actually going to engage with this person and bring them in. They're going to like it. I feel like you may even get financing for whatever this is, and that from there, it'll be slow and steady. My impression is your energy is you want to kind of go fast, but you're also trying to make sure you have all of the eyes dotted and the T's crossed. And this person who's going to show up with the money is actually going to put you on a really good time frame to make this successful um, in the in the framework um, that works because he's had successful businesses already. So it's you'll know who this person is. Um, Gosh, he's just really easy to be around. Like, there's no pretentious energy whatsoever. He's humble. He's grateful. But he's one of those guys where he's sitting in the room next to you, and you don't know he's like a multimillionaire. So I feel like you may already know who this person is. He's either an acquaintance or he's somebody that you have access to through someone else, but you're not ready to ask him. It's not quite the time yet. August, get that epiphany that whatever this breakthrough is, get that together, get it documented, put this all together, and then you can approach this guy. And... um just be sure that you're ready. Make sure you have a business plan and all of that set. He will probably modify it with you, but um, I, I, I do see this working for you. And at that point, you'll be able to let go of the job. So in the meantime, try to remember every day to be grateful that you have the job because I do get that it kind of sucks your energy. Um, you know, we have a choice every day. Do I want to get up and do this job? What's, what's the option if I don't go to work today? Well, I don't get paid. So do I want to go because I'm going to get paid? And can you make peace with it? That's the thing. Make peace with where you are right now. Know that better things are coming. You're on the right track. Okay. Okay. okay Austin, before so you welcome. go, so now you've got Rebecca's advice, and, and now um, I'm I'm going to butt in. What's your creative thing? What are you What are you doing? I'm an actor. An actor. Okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you, if you end up uh, on, on a show or need to promote something, you know, uh, let's say you do a web series or whatever it is, um, contact me. Send me a note off of Rated G Radio or on Facebook or something like that, and I'll, I'll bring you back on as a featured guest. I mean, it's, um, you know, it, we only reach, you know, 10 billion people on an hourly basis here on the G Radio, <laughs> but I'd love to help you. So make sure to stay in touch okay. if we can help, okay? Yeah, and also, awesome. one other thing that I want to say to you, one of the things that happens with actors is they go and they study, which is great. But, you know, the thing is you have to remember that you are a product. So it, when I talk about having a business plan, 
Have a course of action that actually gets you, that has steps to get you where you want to go. So many people just look at it as, well, I'm the individual and I'm the talent, instead of understanding that they themselves are the commodity. So start treating yourself, you know, really take care of yourself and, and get yourself where you want to go. And, and remember that you have to take care of yourself because you are the commodity. Okay. Does that make sense? Great. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. All the best. Okay. Keep us posted. Thanks, Austin. Oh, thank Appreciate you. your calling in. So, yeah, I, you know, you know, Rebecca, I mean, doing Rated G Radio, super, 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 super fun. Most fun thing I ever do. Next best thing, singing in the recording studio. Am I the world's best singer? Absolutely. I've been told that at least four times by my family that I pay to say that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the fact is, you know, when you're doing creative, you know, you if you have somebody that's going to be your lucky star, that is amazing. But sometimes, you know, it's finding ways to get the creative, you know, incorporated into where you're at. And, you know, for example, where I'm at now, um, you know, they had asked me to MC an event and I just knew that I just love to say F way too much. And I said, boy, I'm just not going to jeopardize my professional career that early. And I said, well, you know, thank you, but no, thank you. And I said, but what if I wrote a theme song for your event? And they went, we've never thought about that before. Well, I knew I could write a song. I knew then, you know, I wouldn't have to an MC event and, you know, screw something up and damage me professionally. Um, and I, so I wrote a song, I, it's called at our core. You can hear it on, you know, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. iTunes, everywhere. and I just gave it to them. You know, they didn't, they didn't pay me to do it. I didn't, uh, but you know what it did? My visibility in the entire company went right through the roof because I just wanted to do something so I could still participate. Um, but I just couldn't, didn't want to whatever participate in the way that they would have liked. So I said, let me do something else. And, um, the song did it like a world premiere at Walt Disney last year. And I got to perform in front of 2,500 people that I work with on a daily basis. And they kind of called me up out of the blue and just did this. So Austin, you never know where, you know, you're going to be at. You may say, you know what, you, you know, you're wanting to do something for something. Me and Carolyn accounting, we've got an idea. We're going to do this skit and we're going to come in. Maybe you're, you're going to use your acting skills to be some type of a corporate trainer, you know, cause you got to be good at telling stories and doing, so you never know. So just, you know, wherever you're at, as sucky as it is and knowing that, you know, you're selling out for the man because I do it too, that, you know, sometimes you can get your little footprint in there and people will go like, where's that Austin? We need him for, and then, you know, you never know where it's going to go from there. So, you know, just keep your options open. Okay. That's me on a soapbox. Time to get back to callers. We've got a caller. Now, I think you're probably calling in off the internet. So I've just unmuted your line and I'm just going to say, welcome Hello. to the show. Can we get your first name and then your question? Hi, yeah, Lisa, and love this show. Uh, thank you very much. So my question is, um, for uh, a guy, no friend, uh, Dr. Shane, and uh, we've been chatting, talking, kind of personal, getting to know each other. But anyway, the question is, do you see us communicating face-to-face in, in any time frame? Okay, and what is his, what is his name? Uh, Luis. Okay, one second. Thank you. So there are obstacles in the way. I'm hearing August, but there are obstacles in the way, and it and it's um, there have to be certain things in place before you're able to do that. But I'm hearing August, August, September at the latest. 
So as long okay. as everything continues on this. And, um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to say is that everything that I read is the energy that's around you right now. When we are interacting with someone else, if they change their mind, because we all have free will, we are, we are all making choices every moment. So when we're interacting with somebody, and I do a reading with you, it's based on the energy that's around you right now and where you are going right now, the decision that both of you have made. So this is what I see for August or September. If one of you changes your mind, obviously that will change. But right now, with everything going the way that it's going, I, I'm hearing August or September at the latest. Um, real quickly, do you see him uh, coming to me? Is he coming to me to listen? Uh, that feels likely, yes. It feels likely that he will come to you. Okay. Well, love is in the air, and that's what happens on Saturday date nights here on Rated G Radio. Thank you for that. <laughs> So we've got about seven minutes left. Our next caller is from the 856 area code. Welcome to Rated G Radio with Rebecca Fisk. Uh, may we have your first name and your question? Hi, how are you? Rose Maria, and I was wondering the same thing. A guy that I'm interested in, I left a few phone calls, text messages, no response. I was wondering if they're ever going to call back or come back in my life because I'm not calling anymore. Okay, what's what's his first name? Uh Ralph. Okay. So my impre- my my immediate impression is Ralph is very overwhelmed with whatever I my impression first of all he does like you. He likes you, but he has no room for a relationship right now. So the thing is that he can't he's not engaging with you because there's complete overwhelm happening around him with other obligations that he has. So I, I feel like this is something, you know, I feel like this is going to take a while. This is going to be a few months. And I also feel like at the point that he actually shows back up for you, you may actually already be in a relationship with somebody else. And it's not because you don't like Ralph and it's not because Ralph doesn't like you. It's just the timing for Ralph in his life is this, it's not the same timing as, as what you're wanting in your life. And I just feel like somebody else is going to show up who's much more in alignment with who you are and what you want. So, and I feel like this may be an M name, Mike, Mark, uh, Michael. It could be an, and, and the M could be a last name as well, just so you know. Um, but, it, but it's, you know, I would, I would let it go and, and come back to that place of is whoever I'm engaging with showing up? And if they're not showing up, then allow yourself to be open to somebody else. He's overwhelmed with his life stuff right now. He's just completely overwhelmed. Okay, there we go. Thank you for your call. And we're going to get to our next caller here. Again, I think this is an internet call, so I've, I've unmuted your line caller. If we can have your first name and your question for Rebecca. Thank you for calling. Hi. Caller, go Jane. ahead. Hi, Jane. What's your question? Hi. Um, well, I was laid off a couple of months ago, back in February, and uh, I was wondering if you see me getting a full-time job before my severance pay ends. Uh, okay, so a couple of things. First of all, I'm seeing you actually working on developing your skill set. So if you haven't been looking at workshops or classes, that's my impression is that, that, that there is part of you that wants to get more educated so that you have a, a, a better skill set for what you're doing. Um, and my impression is, I'm hearing right away, I don't know when your seventh ends, but I'm hearing September. 
So something okay. we, something will open up for you probably September, October at the latest. Um, and okay. this is going to be slightly different than what you've done. So when you, ha- when you find the opportunity, it's almost like you see it and you go, oh, my gosh, this sounds real great, and I would love to do this, but I don't know if I can do this. Apply anyway, because my impression is that this layoff is actually about growth for you, that you'd kind of actually already yeah. outgrown where you were. So now you get yeah. to grow into something else. So, there's a, so this is going to be a step forward for you. It's going to be good. So September, October, if you're looking at developing your skill set, this is the time to do that, and I feel like you will do that. So, um, but, yeah, okay. it's coming. Just keep doing what you're doing. Very good. Thanks, Jane. We've got time for one more call, Rebecca, and that will be it for the night. 919, you are live with Rebecca Fisk on Rated G Radio. May we have your first name and your question. Uh, hi, thank you so much. Uh, my name is Kay, and my question is, um, what I am renting now, do you see me actually purchasing, or will I be moving? Okay. Um, so, Kay, you know, the thing is that I know you really love it there, and I know you want to purchase that, but my impression is that the people that you are working with to try to make this happen are not being very candid with you. So I feel like they kind of have been stringing you along as far as, you know, what the arrangements might be for you to be able to purchase it. So my impression is, you know, I see you probably moving. And the reason I'm saying that is it looks like you go somewhere, but you may end up being able to buy it later and come back later. Um, So that's the first thing that's a possibility. The other thing that's a possibility is – is is that you end up just going someplace else. So – it's interesting because I get that the place loves you and you love the place. It's like you want to fix it up. You want to nurture it. Um, but the energy of the people who are holding on to it is that they're holding it. And, and it's, it almost feels like they're holding it hostage, for lack of a better way. Mm-hmm. Like energetically, that's what it feels like. So enjoy mm-hmm. it as long as you want to be there. Um, it may even be something where, you know, they, you're, you're trying to negotiate being able to buy it and, and these other things are happening and you say, okay, well, then I'm going to have to move and whatever. And they may at the last minute come back and say, okay, we'll let you work on buying it. But my impression is that there's somebody that's talking to you directly and there's somebody else involved, you know, like a, a family member or somebody else involved who actually wants to get the property sold. And so that person is letting the person who's dealing with the renting and all of that kind of be in charge, but they don't necessarily know what they're doing. This other person is going to step in at the last minute, and it's because of them that you may be able to buy it without having to go someplace else. So there's a strong energy around you purchasing that property, but right now it's still a question mark. So it's, it's however long do you want to stay there right now um, and, and continue nurturing the property because it, it's very nourishing for your soul there. And that is it for calls tonight, everybody. The hour flew by. I am so grateful to everybody who called in, Austin, Kay, uh, Rosemary, all of you. Um, Again, Rebecca will be back last Saturday of the month. We just negotiated this in a very high-stakes, (laughs) high-powered executive negotiation. So uh, Rebecca will be back next month. The last uh, I just sent you the dates earlier tonight. I should have it in front of me so I can promote yeah. it. But j- just keep your eye out for it, folks. We love having you here. If you'd like to book a, a reading with Rebecca, I've hyperlinked her website on two spots here on the show page, or just simply go to IamRebecca.com and fill out your 411, and she'll contact you and set up a reading. 
um, voted one of America's top 50 psychics. So the lady knows what she's doing. I've had several private readings with her in the past. Um, and, you know, the funny thing is she doesn't remember what she tells you because, you know, she's just giving you the message you need to hear. And I've gone back and I've said, you know, but remember the time when you told me? She goes, no. And I said, well, it, it happened because I took notes from when it happened. And she's like, oh, well, that was nice. Okay, good. And <laughs> off we go. Because this, she just passes along the message. So go to RebeccaFisk.com. I am Rebecca.com. Same landing pages, same links. Um, and we're going to see you super soon here on Rated G Radio. If you have an idea for a show topic or would like to be a guest, you can also just reach me out on RatedGRadio.com. Send me some information. And uh, we'll see if we can get you on and talk and just chat with you for an hour or two because it will be like super fun. Have a great week, everybody. I appreciate you being here. Wash your hands, wear your mask, and be safe. You've been listening to Rated G Radio.